You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. With us today is John Solomon and justinnews.com, and he's giving us all the breaking news. John Solomon, what's going on today? I mean, there's so many things going on. There sure is. Uh, there is a lot going on. Let me start with a fun one. Remember that pay te- paycheck protection program that was supposed to help small businesses survive the COVID-19 pandemic, and, and there, those are forgivable loans. It turns out it wasn't just small businesses that got some of those loans and had them forgiven. Celebrity influencer Khloe Kardashian the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, Paul Pelosi, many the, other... The, the husband of Nancy Pelosi got money on that? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. He owns part of, got... He he's got only it. worth a couple uh, of hundred million. EDI Associates. Uh, he, he's only Daily worth Mail, a couple so. of hundred million. Yeah. Well, uh, he, got, he got a little bit... Uh, his company got the benefit of that, and... Um, uh, so what we see is that, you know, companies associated with these big famous influencers, uh, famous political figures, they were beneficiaries of a program that uh, was billed as helping mom-pa companies on Main Street America. So we continue to learn a lot about the PPP, lots of fraud, right? We've had numerous fraud prosecutions, uh, but the lot, a lot of the money that we put on the street for COVID, whether it was unemployment, uh, ex- expanded unemployment, uh, benefits or the PPP. We're now beginning to learn. It wasn't exactly what we were told. Uh, political people, frauds, other people took advantage of it. And I think we're coming to, to grips for the first time, the cost of taxpayers that we really didn't know when, when we approved this. I got another fun one that I think is really worth talking about. You, everybody saw yesterday the CDC director say, hey, we got most everything wrong about COVID-19, so I'm going to reorganize my agency. We're going to do it better next time. We act it like uh, academics rather than uh, people who are charged with quickly protecting public health. But we brought on one of the most famous whistleblowers in the uh, history of science, uh, Dr. Jonathan Fishbein, who blew the whistle on the NIH and Dr. Anthony Fauci about 17 years ago now. And he's been watching this whole thing, and, and, and he saw his own whistleblowing as a precursor to this, but he said something very profound to us yesterday. He said at the root of this is that you have long-serving bureaucrats, entrenched bureaucrats, who have decided to substitute their political motives for uh, the judgment of the taxpayers, for the judgment of the government, for the judgment of science. In that process, these entitled bureaucrats deciding what they politically want to do personally rather than what the science shows should be done is putting public health at risk. Very powerful interview from a very influential whistleblower who really changed the course of science with his whistleblowing back in 2005. So that's a, that's a big story getting a lot of attention today. And, and this whistleblowing, are they being protected or are they losing their jobs? There's been stories both ways. Right. Well, Jonathan Fishbein is really famous because Dr. Fauci's team originally fired him and then he was restored to his job and, and it was determined that that Dr. Fishbein had done everything right. His job was to protect the public as the advocate for ethics inside uh, the NIH, and he was wrongly fired. He was restored to his job, and and uh, but it was a long, painful process for him. He had been shamed. He had lost his job and income for a while. 
he's one of the lucky whistleblowers who ultimately got his job back and his career back, and he continues to work in the medical ethics profession today. But other people not as lucky, and right now there's a very sensitive set of whistleblowers inside the FBI. We're told it's a number of 17 now. Between Tell those us about that. that. What, what are they whistleblowing? I mean, we know that the political end of the Department of Justice has an undue influence in calling the shots at the FBI. And we know there's a lot of high-up FBI play, names that, I don't want to mention names, that are very upset of being pulled in, in directions that make them political. So yeah, what are these yeah. 17 whistleblowers, what do you think they're saying? Well, uh, we'll take the lawmakers at the work. Senator Chuck Grassley and Congressman Jim Jordan have given us a pretty good description of the general allegations without giving us the identity. We're told some of them are very senior. Some work in the Justice Department. Most work in the FBI. And the core allegation with several different manifestations is there has been a political bias influencing investigative decisions on politically sensitive investigations. And I'll give you two examples that the whistleblowers that Chuck Grassley has talked to, the senator has described. In one instance in 2020, a, an investigation of Donald Trump was opened up on, and they created a predicate, they started investigating Donald Trump without the proper predicate, meaning it didn't meet the FBI's rules for uh, opening a criminal investigation. In that same year, in the same office, the office of the, Wa- the Washington Field Office of the FBI, an analysis was generated without request that claimed that legitimate evidence that was being used to investigate Hunter Biden uh, was, in fact, disinformation. It turns out it was legitimate evidence, but for a period of time, it actually, that little ruse allowed the Hunter Biden investigation, a portion of it, to be shut down improperly. And then a third thing, there is the, the, the number two guy in the Washington field office, a guy named Thibodeau, that he was expressing on his social media platforms a bias against Donald Trump and other people, uh, even though he was invest, inv- involved in sensitive investigations. Those allegations have led to that person being removed from his job, and the FBI director now saying he finds these uh, the proof that's in the public now to be very troubling. So that's a little sense of what the FBI whistleblowers are telling Congress right now. Understood. Uh, we got another minute left. Anything else you want to tell the, the people on a Thursday? The favorite story of the day, at least according to our readers at Just the News, uh, back in 1990, uh, back, back in the 1990s, Bill Clinton had a set of audio tapes of his, his private discussions with a historian. He st- stuck it in a sock drawer. That case, a judge ruled the president has wide discretion to determine which of his records are personal, which are government. It's being resurrected. It could become a very important part in the Mar-a-Lago search with Donald Trump. Who knew that something in Bill Clinton's sock drawers would have some relevance to the raid of uh, Melania uh, Trump's closet? But there's a connection and a legal philosophy in that case that's probably going to extend to Mar-a-Lago. Well, Bill Clinton was a good friend. I love the guy. Thank you so much for coming on, John Solomon, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, John. Great to talk to you. I love my Italian heritage and the food that goes along with it. That's why on Sundays after church, I head over with my father to Italo's Fine Foods on Forest Avenue in Staten Island with our list from mom. They have two locations on Forest Avenue, 1566 and the new one at 725. It's family-owned and serving Italian specialties since 2014. They also have a full catering menu, the freshest meats, imported San Martano tomatoes from Italy, and the best mozzarella. Order in-store, by phone, or online. They even deliver. ItaloFineFoods.com, I-T-A-L-O, FineFoods.com. Tell them Vinnie Madunio and WABC sent you. Manja.